Good evening. I'm glad to see everyone here. Um, hope everyone's had a, a good afternoon. I'm thankful to be here, and, and I feel truly privileged to to have this opportunity. And and some of you have offered encouraging words, and and to and to you, I am sincerely grateful. What I chose to talk about today is is nothing new, but I do hope that it will prompt you to examine your personal prayer life. How often do you pray? Do you pray daily? Do you even pray at all? A healthy prayer life. I hear people say, I'll pray for you. And I hear people say, pray for me. I hear people say, God is good. I hear people say, God has a plan. And I hear people say, keep so-and-so in your prayers. You fill in the blank. I see how some of these people live their lives, and it's not how a God-fearing Christian should live. So my question is, do they really believe in God? Do they really believe in prayer? If they really believe in prayer, and they really believe in God, why do they live a life that does not reflect it? Some people live their lives like they want to. They do whatever they want because it makes them happy or it's fun. Never thinking about God, never giving a thought to obeying his will, <laughs> but, but when times are hard and they really need help, that's when they start praying and asking for help. God is not a backup plan for when we need him. God is the primary plan. We're to live for him every day. We're to pray to him daily, good times and bad times. We're to always be thankful and every one of us should have a healthy prayer life. What if God was there for you like you are for him? Don't be a fair-weather Christian. Show the dedication and love to him that you would want. Don't claim to be a Christian and not live it. I ask a lot of questions because I think it's good when sermons cause you to reflect on yourself. Can you truly believe in God? and not obey what the Bible says. We do not get to pick and choose what we believe. John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And as was read earlier, pray without ceasing. Develop a healthy prayer life. If you want to turn with me, we're going to see several scriptures tonight. Um, there are many examples in the Bible uh, of people praying. I chose to list a few. The first example, Hannah and 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 10 and 11. We see in verse 6, it says that the Lord had closed her womb and she, and she was unable to bear a child. This upset her greatly. Verse 10 says, she greatly distressed prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. She made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and a razor shall never come to his head. Hannah wanted a child. She prayed for a son and promised to give him right back to the Lord. 
Example number two, Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. When we recall the story of Daniel, we know that a document was signed, and the document stated that anyone who makes a petition to any god or man other than the king would be cast into the lion's den. In verse 10, now when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house. Now in his roof chamber, he had windows open towards Jerusalem, and he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God as he had been doing previously. This was Daniel's daily routine. He prayed knowing there was a law saying he could not pray, but he was dedicated to daily prayer. The third example, and I, I enjoy this, is one of my favorite examples of prayer in the, in the whole Bible. Paul and Silas, Acts 16, verses 25 and 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there came a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison house were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were unfastened. These men were locked in the inner prison. They were locked away with serious offenders who actually committed a crime. These men did nothing but proclaim the gospel. But they felt an appropriate time to pray and also sing. Example number four, Jesus. Mark 14, verses 32 through 36. They had come to a place named Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here until I have prayed. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be very distressed and troubled. He said to them, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And he went a little beyond them and fell to the ground and began to pray that if it were possible, the hour might pass him by. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will but what you will. Jesus was distressed. He knew what was about to happen. He prayed, please let this cup pass if there is any way, but your will be done. Jesus knew the importance of obeying the will of God. Four examples of prayer, one being Jesus Christ, our Savior. How do we develop a healthy prayer life? Here are some helpful ideas to assist you in developing a healthy prayer life. Always remember, prayer is how we talk to our Heavenly Father. First, make prayer a priority. Set aside time in your day. Look forward to this time. Prayer should be a part of your daily routine. First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Pray daily. Forgetting to pray should leave a void in your day. You should miss it. It should throw your whole day off. It's common practice to pray at mealtimes. 
nothing wrong with that. That's great. That should be a habit for all of us. But personal prayer will build your spiritual strength, and you will grow closer to God. Another idea. Pray with the right attitude. Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And he told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed, viewed others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing some distance away, was even unwilling to lift his eyes up to heaven. He was beating his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. This Pharisee didn't really offer a prayer. He boasted about how good he was. He did not humbly approach God. He admitted no fault, and he did not ask for forgiveness. The tax collector, however, did pray in a humble manner. He asked God to have mercy on him, and admitted that he was a sinner. Idea number three. Pray unselfishly. James 4, 2, and 3. You lust and you do not have, so you commit murder. You're envious and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. We're to pray with the proper motives. We're to pray for others. Pray for help for them. Pray for them to be healed. Pray for them to be comforted. Pray for their burdens to be lifted. Pray for strength for others. Pray for others first. Pray for yourself second. Fourth example or idea to assist you with a healthy prayer life. Pray with thanksgiving. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Always be thankful. Always be thankful. Speaking from a personal standpoint, when I do pray, I am very thankful first. I thank God for the day, my health, my family, this congregation. And when I'm through being thankful, that's when I start asking for things that I need, whether it be help, strength, whatever. But I'm very thankful first. Five, pray conversationally. 
pray as a child talking to a loving father. A prayer can be short or long, but be sincere. Be comfortable when you pray. Your personal prayers, your personal prayers do not have to be so formal. You don't have to use the big words. Pray from your heart. Pray to God like a child talking to a loving father. This will help you strengthen your relationship with God. We're, we're all familiar with the model prayer given to us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. The model prayer is a simple yet effective example of a prayer. Starting in verse 9, this is Jesus giving the, the model prayer. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Address God with adoration and reverence. Nothing casual. God deserves much more than we can possibly give your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven show submission to your heavenly father and the willingness to do his will verse 11 give us this day our daily bread this is where you, you ask for what you need we talked earlier with the right motives unselfishly Ask for things needed. Verse 12. And sometimes this is tough, but verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Ask for forgiveness, but only if you forgive others. Failure to forgive others will not get you forgiveness. Verse 15 of this same chapter says, but if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive your transgressions. Verse 13, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God does not tempt us to sin, James 1.13 tells us. Satan, however, does tempt us but God will not allow us to be tempted more than we can endure. That is very comforting, and we can use that to overcome the temptation. It says it, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that you will not be tempted more than you can endure. And always remember when we pray, we're praying to God through our mediator, Christ Jesus, as we're told in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. So now I've got more questions. How is your prayer life? Think about it and be honest with yourself. Is it strong and healthy or is it weak? Practice and exercise will make it stronger, but neglect will weaken it to nothing. How is your Christian life? Is it strong or does it need help? Are you a Christian? If not, do you want to be? Follow the plan of salvation. It's laid out for us, plain and simple. We're to hear Romans 10, 17. We're to believe Mark 16, 15. 
repent, Luke 13, 3, confess, Romans 10, 9, be baptized, Acts 2, 38, and then remain faithful until death, Revelations 2, 10. If anyone be subject to the invitation tonight, tonight is as good a night of any. Come now as we stand and sing.